so you don't think you need a contract for your boudoir photography business? Most photographers think the same way until things go sideways. And that's exactly why today I'm sharing three things every photographer needs in their contract. Hey, boudoir photographers. Are you ready to be totally booked out with high paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn, and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business, working just 30 hours a month. That's right, just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. Hey there, and welcome back to the Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography podcast. Your photography contract is so important but you don't realize exactly how important until you need them for whatever reason. Today, I'm sharing three things every photographer needs in their contract and the story behind how I learned each of these things the hard way. I've always had a photography contract, but I haven't always had everything I needed in the contract. And I especially didn't have my studio policy set. Now think about it. I'm sure you've heard photographers or business owners tell you that you need policies. And I bet you are like, uh, sure, yeah, I know, but you were probably thinking, what do I need in these policies? I was the same way. I had no idea what I needed to add in my contract until things went sideways with clients. Every time I hit a little bump in the road now with a client, I add a policy. And to this day, I now have 12 policies in my contract. Now, I'm not gonna read them all to you, but I want to recommend that you think through any snafus or client drama that you've had and think about how you can add a policy or clause in your contract that protects you against the same drama happening to you. It seriously helps so much. For example, I had a client this summer who absolutely knew that I had a $400 minimum purchase. And I also lay out that most of my clients spend way more and most clients understand that that means you're probably not gonna get much for $400. This particular client didn't get that though, so she truly thought that she would only spend $400, and that's fine, but on my price list, you're just not getting much. And when she realized she would only get four five by sevens for this price, she all of a sudden told me she didn't even like the photos, even though she loved them prior to this. But she also signed a contract and knew that this was what she agreed to, and to be honest, it was such a headache. I almost let her off the hook, but I had to do it, and... I ended up with a tiny bit of a higher sale. To be honest, it wasn't even worth it, but I also have bills to pay. (laughs) Now, you don't want that to happen to you. And if I didn't have a contract, that would have been a wasted session and about five hours of wasted time on my end, plus about 20 hours of driving as we were in Ohio at that point, which is 10 hours from St. Louis. So it would have been a lot of wasted time on my end, and I'm just glad that I had my contract in place. And that's exactly why I'm sharing the three things that you need to have in your contract starting as soon as possible. Now, the first thing every photographer needs in their photography contract is a minimum purchase. This needs to be in your contract and in your studio policies, which I would recommend your studio policies be on your contract as well. But this minimum purchase needs to be in multiple places as well. This guarantees that you cover your expenses and your time. You may not make a ton, but you won't go in the hole either. And this is especially important if you're IPS or in-person sales, they're getting in for a lower session fee and might think, well, that's all they have to spend. But by having a clear minimum purchase, this lets a client know that they're gonna be purchasing something after the session. Thankfully, as a boudoir photographer, this is typically a given for most clients. But if you're photographing other genres of photography, this might not be the norm, but you need to make sure that it's 100% clear on your website. 
The worst thing that you can do is have a client come in and not understand that they're going to be paying for something after the session. Early in my career, I didn't have it in my contract. And that caused an issue with a client that was beyond frustrating. She didn't understand that everything wasn't included, even digitals. It was a headache. I ended up refunding her, even though I definitely didn't have the extra money to be refunding for work that I'd already done. But I just didn't want to have to fight with her. Sometimes it's not worth the trouble. The second thing every photographer needs in their photography contract is a rescheduling policy. This is very, very important to prevent reschedules and no-shows. No-shows are the worst because you're going to most likely have to pay your makeup artist anyway, but reschedules can be just as frustrating. Now, they're still going to happen occasionally, but it won't be as often if it's in your contract. My rescheduling policy it requires a notice of 24 hours. If they don't give me 24 hours notice, they lose the session fee. Now, with a 24-hour notice, they can reschedule within a year of their initial bookings. And what I mean by that is in the date that they initially booked their session. And they have one time that they can reschedule. Now, 24 hours may not be enough for you. It's enough for me and my makeup artist. But you just need to know what your makeup artist rescheduling fee is and what her policy is before you make this specific rescheduling policy. Now I do include one stipulation and that's during like annual sales or Black Friday sales sessions. They can use that $99 towards their next session as a credit. What I'm not doing is using my full paid sessions like on a regular session date to reschedule my Black Friday or my annual sales sessions. So if a sales session reschedules, she's basically paying a $200 rescheduling fee to get back on my schedule. There's a reason I implemented this policy and it's because of flaky clients. I've had three that I can think of off the top of my head. These three sessions would reschedule over and over and over again, wasting my time, taking up other clients' time that where they could have booked instead. And I finally had to tell these clients they would have to pay another session fee to book. Two of the clients did and kept their session. The third ghosted me. And that's going to happen and it's totally fine. The third thing every photographer needs in their photography contract is a refund policy. Now, I recommend stating no refunds in any case, but if you have a client who, let's say, they prepay for a collection and then cancel, they understand they're not going to get their money back for the session fee, but they request their collection prepayment back. It's going to be hard for that to hold up in a court, unfortunately. You will most likely have to refund anyone who prepays that's honestly why I've never taken prepayment plans before because I don't want the headache of keeping everything separated. Now, even though I say no refunds, I've definitely refunded a client in the past because I just in no way was ever going to make her happy. I went ahead, refunded her just so I didn't have to worry about my reviews on Google. Sometimes saving your reputation is just going to win. Now, let's talk about the fourth thing every boudoir photographer should have in their photography contract, and that's a copyright clause. We all need the copyright protection in our contract. There's truly just no way to get around that. We're photographers. We have to protect ourselves. The biggest thing I think you'll need to worry about as a photographer, though, is where are your clients printing your images if you give them permission to even print them? And in that case, I want you to think about the fact that you're losing money if you don't print the images for your clients. So have your copyright clause. And I would also recommend having a clause about where they're allowed to print and exactly what they're allowed to print. So for example, if you sell all digitals, but you only want them to, let's say, print up to eight by 10, that needs to be on the contract. If you gift the digitals with the purchase of the album for web use only, that needs to be in your contract. Be very specific with image usage. 
Now, I'm going to give you a bonus tip specifically for boudoir photographers. One thing I think is very important is to make sure that your clients know that you will not share their images without their explicit permission. Depending on your typical client and your area, you may have clients who are less excited about having their images shared. In my business, my ideal client is more conservative and she's typically a bit younger. She doesn't really want me sharing her images all over the place. She wants to keep them for her husband's eyes only and I totally respect that. Sure, it never hurts to ask if they're okay with sharing, but never push or make them think it's a requirement. I make it very clear that she has to sign a separate release form in order for me to share her images so that she feels very safe with me. That's what's most important to me, that she feels safe through the whole experience. If you only get one thing from this episode, I want you to know that having these five specific things on your contract will save yourself such a headache in the long run. Of course, the contract isn't the only foundation your business needs, though. You also want to make sure that once the contract is signed and everything is ready to go, you give your clients a stunning experience they'll never forget in the best way. And that brings me to the Boudoir Studio Playbook. This playbook lays out the entire session experience from start to finish so you know exactly how to set yours up, including pricing with a business foundation in mind, session consults, sales sessions, and more. Want to dig deeper into making your boudoir business streamlined and exceptional? Grab the playbook today. The link's in the show notes or go to rebrand.ly slash TLC playbook. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography. Please be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Thursday and they're always full of super actionable information for you to apply right now in your boudoir business. Until then, make your next shoot your best shoot.